0: Gate 14 podcast. A very strange weekend, to say the least. Uh not sure what to say about that. I mean, listen, five and one road trip for the Toronto Blue Jays, 50 and 41 going into the all-star break. In hindsight, they didn't even play their best baseball, and that's their record. Avery, how you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm banged up, man. I'm banged the fuck up. I'm uh I'm tired, man.
1: I'll I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, tired is like the best word to describe it. I can't believe the Jays don't lose a game for a week and the only game we go to... Or, sorry, in a week, the only game the Jays lose. And not just lose. (laughs) Lose in incredible fashion. There's probably only two worse ways to lose. And that's... A perfect game. That's a regular no-hitter by one pitcher and a perfect game.
0: Yeah. I would honestly actually... Is this a hot take? I think losing on a walk off home run is worse than getting no hit, because uh, that's like draining. Because a walk off home run, you at least have like a hope of having. You have the lead at that certain point, or you're tied, and you give it up with a home run. The no hit, they were dead right from the. Th- I think I tweeted in the fourth inning, we're really going to get no hit here, and they just they got no hit. So I would probably say and I might get roasted on this by our listeners. No, I don't I, think, just, I don't
1: think that's. Maybe a hot take, but it's not a bad it's not a bad one. It that so we played Great Lakes today and um we're up one bottom top seven home team. Um two strikes, runner on second, guy hits a fucking home run. And that was just I felt worse about that loss than the Jays being no hit. So I think you might actually be right about this.
0: It just I guess we can go into the games this weekend before we go into that. Go I think those. we should
1: just talk about our travel time.
0: Like, just so it, it, it was an awesome travel. Um, I like I say every time we travel or we go to Jays games, stuff like that, it'll never not be weird being in a different country and people coming up to you and getting noticed. In hindsight, obviously, they are Canadians that are at the game that are Blue Jays fans, but the Gate 14 show in there was electric, uh, at Pitcher's Porch, I believe it's called, <laughs> uh, Miller Light Lounge. Um, what I mean. So what are your thoughts on Comerica, Avery? I pumped the tires of it pretty crazy before the trip. I think it's one of the best stadiums. It's beautiful, man. I couldn't
1: really appreciate it that much. We never really walked around the the 100 level at all because we couldn't, it was pouring rain. Yeah. So I don't think I took in how nice I thought it was. Like, the seats we were in, being outside after it stopped raining, um, was nice out. It got pretty hot. I like it, though. It's like, just being outside is nice. It's how baseball should be enjoyed. Um, obviously we saw the bad parts of not having a dome for a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, unless you're in Oakland or the trot, anything that's outside pretty much does is
0: okay for me. I genuinely think I had 35, 30 plus drinks yesterday. <laughs> like before the game, I had four by my, like alone. And then we go into the, or three, I don't know, three or four, I think I had four. And then we go into the stadium and then people are just like, we, I had like two or three beers there. And then the rain was just absolutely miserable. Detroit. I want This is. I don't think it's a hot take. That scene there fucking rules. You have the tin roof. You have Hockey Town, Comerica Park, Ford Field. The downtown part of Detroit where all the stadiums are is awesome. I don't think that's like. I I, I loved it. It's just a it's great. Like,
1: it's like every city in America does that better than uh, Toronto does it, right? Because Cincinnati tin roof, same thing. Like football stadium. Baseball stadium down one strip. They close it off for football. You can drink and walk down the street. Like it's just everywhere else does it a little bit better. And there wasn't a ton of people who just walking around who were kind of living there. It was all like baseball fans, so it was kind of a perfect crowd as well. But
0: Little Caesars Arena just looks like another business building. It does. I thought it was an outlet mall. I yeah. thought I, th- I thought it was a mall. I mean, the fact that Drake was performing there last night. uh that's insane i <laughs> feel like you thought it would be it was probably wild actually now that i think about it. i mean the tickets were like 500 dollars, and especially it being close to uh close to canada the, the, that concert would have been insane yeah. we should have did the double dip we should have went jay's game drake concert that would have been unbelievable yeah um we didn't make enough money to do that yeah, <laughs> yeah. but i'll tell you what though man uh i had a great time at that game i know it wasn't obviously resulted it's in so it's
1: so us that we go to that game and i I kept saying to Johnny, I said, "This might be a good thing." Like it's kind of funny.
0: Well, the vlog's gonna do numbers because you recorded the entire ninth inning, right? Um, On your I, phone,
1: I recorded most of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's and the I can I can part. just get
1: every pitch from like baseballs, um, from baseball savant as well. All the videos. It was oh fuck, what a ridiculous! It's the most
0: pitch. gate fourteen thing ever. It's like it, it's like I I don't know, I don't really know the other way to describe it. It's like. <laughs> It couldn't be more gate 14. The fact that we went to a Blue Jays game, the only game we went to in the entire week, and they fucking get no hit by Matt Manning and company. Like it's, and the thing that really aggravates me, I know a lot of the time they're joking and shit like that, is the people that blame it on us. Like the entire <laughs> comment section was like, don't go back, don't travel to the US again to go watch the Jays, yada, 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 gate 14, mush, all this type of stuff. Are we mushes? Sure, we might be. There's a heavy chance we're a mush. But to blame it on us and not, like, the fact that Guillermo Martinez is, like, the dumbest idiot on the planet is insane to me. I mean, it, it's the, it's literally the hitters in the box. Yeah. What the fuck did we do? We just tried to create content like the common man. And next thing you know, we're getting blamed for the Jays getting no hit. But I will say this. It is funny. I, I said this multiple times when it was happening. This is unbelievably funny. Like, they just didn't have a pulse. I don't think they had a base runner since the first inning. And all of my buddies who like aren't even really like Curtis. Alto, all those guys texting me, they're like, Gate fourteen continues to make history, They're <laughs> like you guys just you guys can't get out of your own way. It's funny, man. Um, but it was it was just uh, it was a weird game. Obviously, the like they push it back because of the rain, and then they start it in the middle of a torrential downpour, and then they keep going in the middle of a torrential downpour. Then it just clears up like thirty minutes after. I don't understand how what is there, is there a more, is there a worse job where you could just get every single thing wrong on the planet and have no accountability like a weatherman? Yeah. Those people are, are are the worst.
1: Yeah. Um. Sorry, breaking news. Miles Naylor picked 39th overall to the Oakland A's. Oh my
0: God. Las Vegas A, eh? future Las Vegas A. Eh? But yeah, yeah no, it, what I'm saying is though, man, is like it, there's no job like it on the planet where you can just get every single thing you fucking do wrong with no accountability. It's like so Guillermo Martinez. The, the game the game started, and immediately it poured.
1: I couldn't believe that. They started the game, and then it <laughs> yeah. cleared up nicely.
0: It's just, I, I couldn't, Matt Manning is just not good. Like, that, that actually, looking back on it, that entire team is not good. The Tigers suck. I'm just happy the Jays won that series. Just uh, that Saturday game, I will say this, in hindsight, bright side, not many people that have go to MLB games have gotten to see a no-hitter live. That's the positive side. We got to see it live. It was against the Blue Jays, so be it, but we did get to see history to put things into perspective. Positive Johnny. That's yeah. the only thing I can go out there. But going into that trip, man, I mean, Windsor's the worst. <laughs> like, is that is that... I mean, I, I respect the hospitality. Shout out Owen for getting us Booth and Bottles at uh, Wild Child. Um, but... Well, I think everyone
1: being in Detroit that night wasn't great. Like, you mean like, yeah, all the locals, man, they weren't, they weren't out. But I had to call it, call it an early night,
0: and I just went. Hit the but tape. you, you pulled a coward move though, and you could see in the vlog you called it an early night without letting me and JR know because you know you would get we you'd get an earful from us.
1: Oh yeah, I. Well, so you I told, Irish exited solo, hundred percent. Like I told the other guys, I said, you tell Johnny and Jerry that I'm coming back. And I'm not coming back is what I told everyone else because um, I knew I'd get berated on my phone. And I was just like, we had done whatever those fucking shitty energy drinks were the whole time. And so I go, I leave the, the bar, club, whatever. Um, take all the cash I have in my wallet. Go to the roulette table. I was like, okay, I'm wearing all black tonight. I'm fucking just putting it on black. Uh, if it hits, I'm taking my money. I'm going to bed. And if it loses, I'm also taking none of my money and then going to bed and it hit, got my money, went to bed, fucking just buzzing in bed still from all those energy drinks we were having. Probably got to bed at like what? One, one o'clock maybe. And it's just no good. And then I get <laughs> you two idiots walk in what four o'clock just <laughs> making the most amount of noise. I, I wake up at five 30 to go leave and I like, I lose my car keys. Um, They were in my backpack. I thought they were back in the room. And by the time I had left, gone to the elevator, come back, Johnny was already in the bed that I was sleeping in. I was going to wake you up and just say, like, I'm gone. You can go sleep there. But <laughs> I was like,
0: whatever. I don't up. even remember doing that. And I will say this. Last night, I was just rocked. Like, I-, <laughs> I had a thousand drinks. And this is my go-to line that I don't recommend listeners. It actually might be smooth. Is I will just walk up to someone. And I'll just be like, do you want to use me for a drink? Like as a joke, obviously, I'll <laughs> say that to the girl or whatever it is like as a joke. And then most of the time it works and it starts a really good conversation. So I did that. And I was just in the booth, like just feeding people's like vodka, like our, like our bottle and stuff like that. It was rock star shit. Uh, but it just, I, I, we need to make a gate 14 bar because the songs that these bars oh. that I consistently go to besides dog and bear, I will say that besides dog and bear. These songs that they play, it's like mini mini bop kids, fucking volume 38. They're playing like, What does I blow my hands up in the air? Uh, I mean,
1: I, They're tweet, playing I, t- I tweeted that they were playing stinkers at the bar, and that is quite literally what was happening.
0: It's, it, uh, it's, it, it's embarrassing. I, we need to just get on ox at a bar or start the own gate 14 bar. If you are a listener. And you know someone that owns a bar in Toronto or near Toronto, and you want the Gate 14 boys to pull up, we will run the ox. We'll have that fucking place exploding because that's what we got to fix here. It's terrible. It's absolutely dog shit. And the guy was playing house music before people came in. And like good house music too. Like he was playing Free from Desire. He was playing good tracks. Like I said, man, I was just, I was in one. I was absolutely in one. And then we tried to go into the, um, we tried to go into the club at Caesar's Palace. They have a club there. They do. And, yeah, and we and it was just all people like dressed up. And then I'm wearing like a dog and bear shirt. Fucking everyone's wearing like suits inside this place and shit like that. So we try to go in. They're like, you guys know we close in like ten minutes, right? And then they're like, your boy J Jr's brother. It's it was hot in there. I don't know if there's AC, and his face was just like red. And they're like, You're out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So I got into a massive screaming match with one of the security guards. I was we were like, Of course his face is red. It's fucking hot as shit in here. There's like a hundred people. No wonder his face is red. And me and him, I just kept calling him a hero. That's when you know I'm mangled. I just get in Argans, people and I start calling them heroes. Um, yeah, you're, that was uh, you get loud when you drink, it's awesome. I was it's... calling him a fucking hero, all that type of shit. But uh yeah, it, it was it was uh it's it's good to have it was good to have Jr back, man. Uh the yeah. band was back together. When Jr gets after it, it's fucking hilarious. He just goes mute a little bit though. He doesn't talk for a long time. <laughs> he's he's a funny drunk guy too. Having
1: all the Roach brothers out, all three Roach brothers out on a night is all time because they're they're so different. Um Kyle, the biggest one, he's a brick shithouse. Um doesn't talk at all. Funny no. kid doesn't talk at all. Chris uh, the oldest, quiet, but talks a lot when you know him. And then Jr. just fucking nonstop, just the middle child. So it's really funny going out there. Um, <laughs> I, I was happy to be out with the boys, though, man, just traveling to watch the Jays and doing some other stuff is. We got to go to Cincy, man.
0: Cincy looks. Sick. I mean, obviously, I know it looks. Sick. I I've been love there. Tin Roof Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. Dude, it's the greatest place on the planet. We got to go there. It, it's It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. But. Yeah, no. Like I said, I, I got after it, and then it just Johnny Toronto is just it, it, he's buzzing. I'm Does just, it make
1: uh, you appreciate going out in Toronto? Mark? Yes,
0: I will say that. Like,
1: usually you don't have when, to worry about where people are at in Toronto; they're just going to be everywhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. That the the what the the vibes that Windsor gives me is like high school, where it's like, uh, what everyone party? knew
1: everyone in that bar, pretty yeah, much.
0: yeah. Like, what party are we going to tonight? Like, whose house are we going to? Uh, where is everyone going to be at? In Toronto, it's just everyone's everywhere. Every bar is packed busy. I will say this the drinks were substantially cheaper in Windsor. I mean, I got four drinks and it cost me like $22, something like that. And I was like, whoa, this is, this would cost me a shit ton. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was all time. I mean, it was, uh, it was a good night for sure. It just—I'm banged up. I streamed for a little bit today, and the Jays were just getting worked and just not hitting. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not streaming anymore." The, I, we have to reverse the mush of the Gate Fourteen boys, and it ended up working. It ended up working. But let's go into the draft though, Avery. So the Jays drafted. Uh, how do you pronounce his name? Arjunamala. Wanna... Arjunamala. I had him going three on my draft board <laughs> personally. Uh yeah, so it's that means it's a steal. The Jays stole got to steal the draft. I I heard I had someone DM me as so this
1: is a prep shortstop from Florida, um of Indian descent. Yes. kind of cool for the area that we're in. If you can make it to the big leagues,
0: yeah, no, that'd be awesome, man. And it, like especially him coming from like the cricket background, like he said and stuff like that. It res. I mean, it's awesome. I love the pick. And I obviously so really
1: and, so with no second round pick, I don't think the Jays have someone. Someone tweeted this. It was, I thought it was the right call going with a high upside guy. Again, position doesn't really matter. Like you're expecting them to play middle. If you're choosing a 17 year old shortstop. And they say he has maybe one of the highest ceilings in the draft. So um, I love that word.
0: Highest ceiling. That just means the the most tool
1: is like the lowest you can grade currently, but he's probably one of the youngest players in the draft so I don't know defensive wise how he is but um they're banking on upside they're banking on him to grow and fill out a lot he's from the Dunedin area I believe so in the off season he'll be with the Blue Jays which I it's not why you draft the guy in the first round but they definitely can't dislike that uh reason about him and he wears uh Aaron Judge's
0: number yeah respect re99 pct I love it listen his swing does look awesome he's fucking tall as shit I just can't comprehend how young these kids are still. like I'm 26, I'm not the old. I'm not old, like we're not old. but just like hearing that oh, he's born in 2004 is like, what? What the fuck? Like I was like eight years old, seven years old when these kids were just born. Like, yeah, well, at what point do you think it starts getting weird when we start seeing like 2012 draft picks? Twenty thirteen, like twenty ten, I think. Twenty ten, yeah. That's gonna, Cause, yeah. Cause that's re- gonna be weird. I remember twenty ten
1: like yesterday. Uh, okay. What golden goal? Like, I.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I. That, yeah, I guess. Eighth grade right or sixth grade for us. I guess yeah. Like when once like the tens start hitting, it's but even like, the kids funk. that I coach,
1: like the the eighteen year old OBJ kids, it's like they're two thousand twos and two
0: thousand threes. I think.
1: Yeah, that's sh- That just seems like fake years as well.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. I mean, I was looking at the like the years they're born and stuff like that. It's fucking wild. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, good for him. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll interview a guy that young. I can't do it. I don't know. if <laughs> Maybe maybe a little bit down the road when he grows up a little bit. Uh but I got PTSD from Max Clark, so I can't I cannot be doing that. You want to speak on uh a Max Clark? Well, you yeah, know? Max everyone knows the story. I think I told it on stream multiple times. Yeah. So Max Clark said he would come on my podcast twice. Big League Me had me waiting on a Zoom call twice, uh, which has been a funny running joke that Doc's been using on Twitter um <laughs> lately. But yeah, no, he never came on the pod. And yeah, so I DM'd him after he like, Big League me. I said, You're such a fucking loser. Holy shit. And he saw it and didn't didn't uh didn't answer. So whatever uh his loss wish nothing but the best for him in Detroit uh we'll see it would be sucks if it would suck if he's a bust but whatever you hate to see it um I'm not big with this draft stuff man I this is like the worst part of the year Avery because all these like Twitter burner accounts pretend they're like draft experts I don't know where I stand with this I'll be honest with you bro like everyone's a draft expert now it's like oh this is this guy upside this side this this guy that this guy well, that's like in the draft you just say everyone has upside that's like auto- is that like, is that like the uh, it, that that's like
1: the uh the crutch not the crutch the i mean the why word. wouldn't you draft a guy with upside exactly right? exactly exactly uh, no it's it's interesting to just kind of see the player comparables all that stuff for high school kids is um, who go in like the second and seventh round? It's just like, how how are you guys doing that? But people who make it their jobs, um it's a tough industry to be in as well. um I think, but I like I love draft time. it's it's exciting for teams. i and then I don't really get into minor league stuff. So people who love minor league baseball are also draft people. That kind of goes hand in hand,
0: yeah. This is like, I don't know, man. This is like such a boring part of the year. And listen, obviously, I love baseball of the Blue I mean, Jays. Fucking all-star game Tuesday, Johnny. I know. But what I'm saying is, though, is like just this aspect of just no sports. I cannot wait for the Premier League to be back, all that type of stuff to be back, because there okay. is nothing. There is fucking nothing until August now. It sucks. Just baseball, pretty much, which is, I'll be honest. It gets a little bit boring to watch when you're not watching the Blue Jays. So I, I couldn't care less about watching like the Rangers anymore or whatever it is. But, yeah. um. Let's go into the series now, man. Friday night, Alec Manoa. Honestly, man, I know all this stuff the slider movement, when, when, when Johnny doesn't know ball, you don't know ball, you don't know an ounce of ball knowledge, all this type of shit. He was, he looked fine. I mean, the last two innings, his slider had like 2021 20, horizontal movement, if whatever you call it. I'm not going to pretend that I know what that means, but. He looked good. No walks, which is something that was a crutch for him, like we mentioned, right, Avery? Like, he's going to walk a lot of guys, hit a couple of guys, all that type of stuff. No walks. That's a positive to look at. Yep. Minimized a lot of damage, got out of a lot of jams. He got himself in a decent amount of jams. I think, I'm not going to say the B-word, obviously, with him, because I want to see a couple more starts, but he looks substantially better. Like, not even close to what he was earlier in the year. Yeah, I mean,
1: we're... <laughs> The outing in the complex league seems more unbelievable by the minute.
0: <laughs> how did that happen, man? Against the FCL Yankees, the team heard. Of the, I mean, maybe America's they, the team. best team in affiliated baseball. America's team. Holy, it just shit. it they doesn't might be make than sense. The
1: real Yankees.
0: It doesn't make any sense because how do you get rocked by them, then carve the Yankees in Double A, and then car or the Red Sox in Double A? and then carve the tigers in the major leagues. Like you went reverse order. Like you went reverse order. And honestly, you got to tip your cap to like Atkins and whatever for recognizing that he was ready to like pitch in the majors, because I don't know, whatever they saw clearly it was something because he was spotting up his fastball pretty, pretty well. He was spotting up his slider pretty well as well. So I know it sucked like earlier in the game and stuff like that as some, as the Twitter fake GMs tell me, but (laughs) um it is it's so such an insane bounce back and honestly this is such a good problem to have once for you comes back as well having a six-man rotation with six pretty good arms like it's going to be an awesome problem to have yeah um
1: i mean fuck what is there to say about him he threw more strikes um out of zone swing percentage was okay again um zone contact percentage he's getting hit still um Still, only in the zone fifty-six percent of the time, um, but I'll I will take that building block ten times out of ten. It looked like it kind got could have gotten out of hand pretty early, and it didn't. Like it that was the thing where, like, thank fucking god, it was actually I think it was batted ball luck for one of the first times this year for him. There yeah, a couple times baseballs were kind of skull fucked at people, and. It's like, thank God, like there was a reason his underlying numbers were no good going into this year. It's because people hit him still pretty hard, but it kind of went his way, which sometimes you need in baseball. Like when they go to people instead of in the gaps, things go a lot better for me. It's a good building block. I'm nowhere ready
0: to say that we're going to see the Alec Manoa of last year. That guy might be gone, Avery. I'm sorry. That guy might be dead and gone. I mean, if
1: we see 30 pounds lighter Alec Manoa, I might get back in on like if he
0: comes back next year just yoked like he's gonna be
1: i would be shocked if he doesn't lose a substantial amount of weight in the offseason you think so i think he's i've said this before that's the one thing he can control to show people that he cares and is taking it seriously right and you obviously puts in a ton of work at his craft he even did it this offseason but if he comes in like in really really good shape people be like okay he's taking it serious and i think that's what what he'll do. But by the end of this year, man, if he's a three nine to four four guy, ERA wise, we can deal with that. Because we no longer need him, him to be an ace. Yeah. Nor that it matters that stuff, like where you are in the rotation. You just need to give the team a chance to win over six innings as often as possible. And giving up three runs during that time mostly gives you a chance to win. Even with this cat shit offense sometimes. We need him to be, yeah, three, nine, four, four, and we're
0: pretty happy with what goes on that Friday game was an absolute working. like that was that was a beating the wheels off a team like I haven't seen in a really long time. George Springer was just buzzing. Whit Merrifield is he's he's just on the loose. Like I got to pull up what his stats are because I know he got two more hits today. He actually had the only two hits for the Jays. Going into like the fifth inning today, which is not ideal, right? Where you want to be, Whit Merrifield is hitting 286 in his last seven games, 333 OB, OBP, three home runs, and 28 bats. Like this guy, I think, has more home runs in the last. Never mind. I was going to say more home runs than Vladdy. That's not true. <laughs> but where would this team be, though, Avery, without Whit Merrifield, man? I mean, this guy plays every single goddamn position you can imagine. He is. He's like a hard at bat. He like gets deep into counts. He's a grind. He's a grinder, as Doc would say. He's a he, good like. I love Whit Merrifield. He's like a, a an insane development for this club, and he has nine home runs. No, nine home runs minus uh nine home runs minus four. Sorry, my, my- <laughs> He has five home runs. All right, <laughs> fuck it. Three in the I last was like, week. I, didn't he
1: have two going into this week or something? Yeah, he has.
0: He has nine minus four. Sorry, nine minus four home runs.
1: <laughs> That's just math, guy Johnny. Always trying to play tricks <laughs> on us. Um, no, we kind of got the same production. I think I said this last episode. Yeah, Espinal wise. Um, I don't know how the numbers match up, but someone near the bottom that you can move up sometimes, grew hit for a good average for a team that should be a lot, a lot of slug and not so much average they kind of need that table setter. And with what's been able to do that, he would almost, if you probably restructured this lineup, um, maybe he could be the one who would lead off more often and it could help the team score
0: some more runs. Like you put him, but what would you, would you do that though? And waste one of your quote unquote, like clutch hitters, the guy that's been producing the most. And like, uh, essentially a lot of the time, not have him up with runners on like what, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't mind him in the six spot, five spot, maybe. I, I don't know about five spot, but six spot, seven spot, putting him lead off kind of eliminates it. Especially yeah, when you no, have I, George. I don't right? think it's. A, I don't think
1: it's a. It's going to happen or a plausible thing, but based on old school baseball, a guy who has one of the better averages on the team hitting at the top is good, and like George Springer, more prototypical, like four guy maybe for this team. But no problem how the lineup is set at all. He. Does his job from the right spot. And if we had some of the guys lower in the lineup um hitting a bit better at this point, we'd score some more
0: runs because he's on base fucking all the time. And going to that Friday game, uh, Mitch White's lowered his season ERA rate of three. <laughs> Did is this a Ross Atkins fleecing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Nick frass So uh because that guy you mentioned, we talked about him on the last podcast or on the stream that they got with Mitch White. What's his name, Avery? Alex DeJesus. He looks awesome too. He's a young, young chap,
1: and he hit for the cycle last week. So, is this, are we ready to put the (laughs) masterclass behind Ross Atkins here? Yeah, I mean, Mitch White is accumulating more wins above replacement in the big leagues than Nick Frasso is right now. True. It's a good point.
0: That's Um, a really good point. I don't know, man. It's just, it's good to see these just like guys that have no business pitching in like high leverage, but can just give you long relief or, if there's a meltdown or if there's a long game or if there's like a 12 to 2 blowout you can just come in there and you know he's not going to give up 12 you know yeah. um so yeah he he's been fine obviously and i could be wrong about the 3ra i might have saw it on twitter or maybe i saw it in my dreams or something like that i don't remember i was no, really yeah. drunk on friday at that stream but um yeah shout out to shout out to Mitch White it's that 3-7-2. friday game 2. it's 372 yeah okay never mind we're almost there 0.72 away uh, but going going into the Saturday game, we're driving to the game. We get notification on our phone. Uh, Nathan Lucas has been activated. George Springer on the paternity list. What is it with the Toronto Blue Jays just fucking in the offseason? Did every player just fuck? Where are we at here? I mean, I mean, we, we got, got Jay when, Jackson.
1: When you get your first little break after the season, that's got to be the first thing you do when, when you go home, right? Oh, yeah. George Hilarious. Springer. Late. I, I mean, forget, I forget who tweeted it. Um, but this is an original thought it was exactly nine months he had his child from wild card game two. Not great i mean he was
0: injured that game so was he fucking on the hospital bed (laughs) yeah in his deathbed (laughs) neck brace just fucking (laughs) making kids i'll tell you what the toronto blue jays i don't really follow other teams that closely maybe besides maybe the phillies i guess but they got to be leading the team the league and just paternity list il right or whatever, like just the paternity. I mean, it seems I don't like, follow any other
1: team like that. I feel like everyone who's
0: um in their t- late 20s to 30s is having children. The Blue so. Jays be fucking. That's all I'll say. The yeah. Blue Jays be fucking. Good for them. George Springer having a kid is like, I mean, how old is this guy? Was that the first kid he's had? No, I don't think. I don't know. I don't really follow. I'm him glad I don't that. follow that type of stuff. Me too. I can't. I, I'm, I worry about too much to know that. <laughs> Calvin Biggio was fucking. Uh Jay Jackson, grats on the kid. I don't know if we said that on the last podcast. Well, he named his kid after Jeremy Roach. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. That's like a gate 14 where you moment, like all the call a pretty decent <laughs> amount of the comment sections was like named after JR. Um, but it's uh it is all time that his kid's name is JR. JR Jackson. So shout out to him for that. And then another guy was Chris Bassett, who fucked as well. So credit to Chris Bassett as well. I mean, this team has three paternity lists in a month. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, Show me another yeah. team that's been doing that. You can't. The Jays be fucking the the blue Toronto the Toronto Blue fucks the Toronto fuck Jays. That that's better. Toronto fuck Jays. So credit to them. But that Saturday game, I guess we could just kind of barely touch on it because not really much to talk about. Kevin Gossman didn't have his stuff, and he still carved. I mean, seven strikeouts, six innings, two earned runs, and he gets the first, loss. It was the
1: first inning. You take that away, it's a zero zero game, right? And you could no, kind of
0: was... chalk that up to the rain. Kind of chalk that up. It fucking poured, man. We were sitting there just... Getting... I don't know how these guys do it, Avery. Like, I know they keep on getting new balls and stuff like that, but their hands got to still be wet as shit. It feels like, like the splitters would be a tough pitch to, uh, to throw when yeah, the ball's... They they, they should disavow so. that first inning and go back there and play it again. I I just... I, I Kevin Gossman's got to be sick. He has the second lowest run support in Major League Baseball right now. I don't know what it is when this guy pitches, and honestly, I would love to have a conversation with him and just ask him if he cares. He probably doesn't care, I guess. I'm like, no, he has no control over it. It's something he it has. It's nothing he has control over, obviously. So he probably doesn't like give he's a shit. Back in the NL, hitting. You can't. But know, yeah, what I would, <laughs> what I would just say to him is like, man, you got to be like a little bit pissed, right? I mean, you're fucking putting up Cy Young numbers. And your teams are getting no hit, Put giving you one spots, two spots. you're like you're going seven innings, one run, you're getting a no decision. Like you gotta be a little bit pissed, right? Like, just as a competitor guy, like do you think he said anything to the team, or is he just too nice of a guy? No, I don't think he said
1: anything to the team. I think he worries about what he has to worry about um and other than that. So I just looked. Matt Manning had five swings and misses in his start. You're kidding. I don't know how he got away with it, but he fucking <laughs> did. Holy shit. Hell yeah. That was the most... Ugh. It had shades of Philip Humber's perfect game. Alex Lang had more swings and
0: misses than Matt Manning that game. Yeah, yeah same and he same, pitched same one out. inning. Five and five. <laughs> That's fucking insane. I mean, and honestly, they were kind of hitting the ball decently hard, though. I know we were, like, joking on the vlog and stuff like that, like, saying they just got work from start to finish. There was a decent amount of hard-hit balls, I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: I think seven balls hit over 95. So not not a crazy amount,
0: actually. Okay. Yeah. I mean, those, those could drop, the expected
1: though. average was low as well.
0: Really? So it was game. just a world-class no-hitter? Yeah. What a shitty game to be at. Talking. I can't believe we went to that. I can't fucking believe we watched that live. I can't. And, and they made us wait for it, too, which makes it even more worse. Because we had to a- for it rain delay
1: border two times. Can we talk about the crazy move this lady pulled at the border?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a funny story. So me and Avery, me and Avery at the border. Obviously, I'm fucking pissed. And I was, to be honest, I don't even remember that border conversation with that guy. I was fucked up. At I just that remember point. the guy was jacked. Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. He had tattoos and he was yoked. Yeah. But anyways, so we go through the tunnel. So if you know, the t- Detroit has a tunnel, right? So we go through the tunnel and it's one lane each way, obviously, whatever. It's like impossible. It just takes so long to get through. It pisses me off, but whatever. And we get out there and there's this guy obviously directing people to go into the like, uh, the proper lanes to go yeah. into the border guy. And this lady is just screaming. She's like, I had to call a fucking fire tr- truck because someone's engine is on fire in the tunnel. And we're like, ro- she she was playing hero ball. Essentially what what she did. She, she saw a moment where she could be like, uh, there could be a news article about me someday. And she played hero ball because realistically, if the engine's lighting up a little bit, he could have weaseled his way to get out of the tunnel. Right? Cause yeah. now we're in a little situation here where, the entire border is just going to be shut down because this lady decided to play hero ball on the guy,
1: right? Yeah, she said the engine was on fire. It was smoking a little bit. I don't think that immediately means something is actively on fire because it's an (laughs) engine. I'm not a car guy. Me neither. We could be wrong, though. where, Where there's smoke, there probably is a little bit of fire, but we hear the fire trick coming back. She thought she was a hero, and a one lane, I don't know how backed up it got or if that guy got out of there but making a fire truck go into that's nightmare fuel for me being stuck. Like if you were stuck in there as well, I thought about what would happen. I'd push you, my car. I'd push yeah. my car. Yes, yeah, just because she saw someone's engine smoking a little bit. She called the fire department to put a hole onto the tunnel at the Windsor bridge and care. Oh, Karen moment. If you'd
0: ever, it seen was all time. Karen moment. It was nightmare fuel. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, it was just such a weird moment. I mean, that day was just full of weird shit. Uh, the Riley Green bobblehead, I will say that. It looked cool. I am kind of mad I didn't get one, but I'm ne- I'll never be a bobblehead guy. So um, that's just where I'm at with that. But uh, another thing from the game that I want to talk about, um, actually, it's, it's from the weekend, technically. We got to have the Alejandro Kirk discussion, Ave. He's he, hes just, he's lost the plate. And I know memes going to get mad at me for saying this, going to call me a fucking idiot for saying this, but... I don't know what – I know Alejandro Kirk doesn't suck, obviously. He doesn't suck. He's an all-star career hitter of 267 now. Wow, that's really low compared to what he came into the year with. Um, In his last seven games, he's hitting .095. In his last 15 games, he's hitting 156. In his last 30 games, he's hitting 233. All three of these, so 7, 15, 30 games, he has an on-base percentage below .270. He has a, a slugging percentage below 280 in all three of these uh, sample sizes. What, what's the deal here, Ave? Like, what's, what's going on here with, that, with Thick Jesus? Because this dude, this dude can't hit right now. He's he cannot, two for his last 21.
1: barrel of baseball to save his life. So you look at his percentile rankings from last season. Walk rate, 88th percentile. Strikeout rate, 98th percentile. Um, Whiff percentage, 94th percentile. Average exit velocity, 78th percentile. So basically all the expected stats, if you hit the ball hard, they'll look good for you. This season, average exit velocity 18th percentile, expected slug 17th percentile, walking 50th percentile. He just cannot hit the ball hard at all. His average exit velocity last year was almost 91 miles an hour. This year, 87.2.
0: Jesus launch Christ. angle,
1: average launch angle uh, is 3.7 degrees compared to 8.1 last year. I'm sure if you look at his line drive ground ball percentage, uh, wouldn't be. Di- so yeah, liner actually liner is kind of similar, hitting a little more ground balls. It's not crazy different either. He is he pulled the ball 32.2 percent of the time last year. This year, 24.7 percent of the time.
0: It's so Guillermo got into him. That's <laughs> just what it is. Or he was just insanely lucky last year. So had a little insanity run last year. Is I that what you're saying? saying? Like I wouldn't say that with memes listening. No 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 I oh, I just
1: typed in batting average on balls at play in the player search on FanGraphs I'm a fucking idiot. Um no, I I think he's a good hitter. It's just it's been tough to watch. It's been really tough to watch. Yeah, yeah it has been because they're they're kind of feeble at bats sometimes when he Yeah, they're
0: on serious at bats and it's like a black hole at the bottom of the order unfortunately. I hate to lump him into with these guys so he didn't have a he didn't have a great batting
1: average on balls in play last year either. But it's two fifty seven right now, which is pretty horrible,
0: yeah, um, it, it's like so
1: you would think some positive regression at some point here,, uh, but it's tough. again, he's playing defense and he plays defense well, really good, a, which as a catcher, um what made our two catchers so great was the ability to play a lot of offense as well and be good. And that's why we thought we had the best catching tandem in all of baseball, possibly um. But, that, yeah, the kind of offense has gone away. But at least the defense hasn't gone as well.
0: Yeah, I will say this, though. It's like a black hole, though, at the bottom of that lineup, man. You got Herc. You got Espinal. When Espinall's not playing, you have Biggio, Varsho, and Kiermaier struggled as well the last month or so. We got to talk about Dalton Varsho, Avery. And you could talk me off the ledge here with this guy. I know he is good defensively. Just so the listeners out there, I know he is very, very good defensively and is like one of the best statistic defensive statistic defensive center fielders. That I don't know if that's the right sentence, but this dude is hitting 206 in his last 30 games, 130 in his last 15 games, and 0. .048 in his last seven. He's one for his last 21. He's putting up me numbers. What the fuck is wrong with this guy, Avery? I mean, we knew what we were gonna get with this guy. You mentioned it when we did that podcast about the trade forum that he's a streaky hitter. This is just not streaky. This is just ass he um, is just be- he's just ass this year. You wanna know something bad? what
1: the expected numbers are better than what he had last season. No, so this is just who he is. <laughs> are you serious so? Expected batting average last season 213, this year 234. Last year expected slug 389, this year 393. Last year expected weighted on base average 298, this year 304. He has a, a higher hard hit percentage than last year and a lower strikeout rate.
0: Oh, no, that's not. I mean, so
1: <laughs> really, you, you can't say he's been that bad. His launch angle is fucked man holy shit what is it those pop-ups to um to the infield just totally kill your average launch (laughs) angle (laughs) holy shit 18.5 degrees average launch angle that's just because he's popping up every fucking time he gets out holy shit that's insane Uh, barrels have gone down though a 10% barrel percentage last year. It's 7.1% right now.
0: Yeah, like, I, I it's just unserious at it. I'm not going to be that brain-dead idiot that says, oh, we lost the Varsho trade. We lost the Varsho trade. It's still early. And How many obviously. bunt
1: hits do you think he has, too?
0: Seven. I don't want to look at that because that'll be a really tough look for him. I mean, Avery, he's hitting 214 this year, bro. This is the lowest he's ever hit in his career besides his rookie season. Like, he's just – he. I don't know if this is – like I hope he turns this around, obviously, because I love him as a player brings a shit ton to a team with his speed, his defense, and his like the way he plays the game and stuff like that. But fuck, he is just like, he's unserious. It's just like a, it's legitimately Avery. It's a black hole at the bottom of the lineup.
1: So I swear he hit fastballs really well last year. Um, He hit 250 against fastballs last season, 204 this year. The Guillermo effect. The Guillermo effect. Okay, it's only like a three percent drop. Pulled the ball fifty-one percent of the time last year, forty-seven point five percent of the time this year.
0: It sucks though because, like I said, he is so good defensively. Right where it's kind of just you're just it's it's a weird. Like I said, He's it's a making weird. Making an incredible
1: amount of weak contact.
0: Exactly. He doesn't hit the ball hard right now. It's gonna. I'm sure he'll go on a Linsanity run. Obviously. But this is just, this is catastrophic to watch. This is, this, his at bats are terrible. Um, and this depth the Toronto Blue Jays have. Nathan Lucas saved the season today, obviously, but this depth is, this depth is really bad. Uh, let's go into today's game. So today's game was the most Toronto Blue Jays game ever. What yeah, Merrifield?
1: Chris Bassett wasn't great, was he?
0: No, he was decent. I mean, yeah. he gave up two runs.
1: The stat line wasn't great. I didn't get to, I didn't get to watch the start of it.
0: Yeah, no, he, I mean, I wouldn't say it was great but four innings three and run runs four strikeouts era up to 419 which is whatever i mean that's what you knew you were gonna get out of chris bassett um it just like it doesn't matter though wave like if he gives up two runs with this way the offense has been besides friday's game i guess and maybe that extra inning game it's it's over pretty much like the un- at-bats were so unserious today like Whit Merrifield had the only hits. The Jays had two hits in their last 14 or 15 innings, was the stat. And Whit Merrifield had all of them. So if you took that away, the Jays have no hits in 14 innings. If you took Wit out of the lineup, no hits in 14 innings or 15 innings. Like it's just unsustainable. I don't understand how things aren't changing here. And Guillermo Martinez keeps getting away with this because they keep winning games. Like you don't, you don't fire a hitting coach when you're five and one in your last six and, um, and and you're 50 and 41. Like, it's hard to justify that, you know? Like, I, I don't know, but it, it's uh, – these at-bats suck, and they're unserious. Boba Shet looked terrible today, I'll say it, fucking terrible today. Um, Kevin Kiermaier, runner on first, grounds into a double play immediately. It's just the worst thing that happened – happens with this offense I, I don't know I've never seen it like this in my lifetime I don't think maybe when they were bad years and stuff like that obviously but a team like this a team that has the numbers like this should not be struggling as bad as they do especially against lefties they showed us that Avery and against lefties they're pretty much 30th in the league in almost every category really yeah yeah school's pretty good arm too he was he's gross <laughs> he's he, he he's fucking he's disgusting he carved this team up yeah, the Tigers had
1: some pretty bad injury luck with their starting pitchers, and they should be uh, should be getting some back here, hopefully soon. But thank God they found a way to win, because that's a demoralizing way to go into the break.
0: Exactly. Now it's just like a great way to go into the break. I mean, what's there to say, Avery, about Danny Jansen, bro? I mean, he what's there to say?
1: consistently saves the season.
0: Like, well, okay, let's look back at what he's done. The Atlanta Braves game walks it off I think twice did he have two walk-offs in two days a single in the gap and then a home run to tie the game it was something like that he did that against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium hits a two-run nuke against Willie Peralta to tie the game remember that game that game was sick that was at Yankee Stadium when the Jays dog Wandi, walked it Wandy Peralta or Wandy Peralta sorry and then today two outs down to their last out a chance to get embarrassed by a team who just lost two out of three to the Oakland Athletics and Danny Jansen off of Alex Lang who I'll say this He's a good pitcher. Yep. Alex Lang's a great pitcher. Danny Jansen gets a middle, middle mistake or middle end mistake and just launches it into the bullpen. What a fucking turn of events from that guy. I had to text him obviously too. And he was, fuck, he was, he, I think he said over text, like that was one of the coolest home runs ever hit. He loved that one. Yeah. Because just based on the fact that it was two outs, obviously chance to go into the all-star break, everyone's. I mean, the team was checked out. Let's, let's call it. I mean, George Springer, Unse- or on unserious at-bats there. Vladdy, unserious at-bats. Didn't give a shit. Just swinging out random shit. And Danny Jansen, the guy that's been there all along, he always comes up clutch, like you said, Dave. Just absolutely launches. And, the I mean, the Jays were like plus 5,000 before that at-bat. No one thought that was going to happen. Credit to Jano, man. The great Jambino. Uh, Danny Bonds. the The, the dude has... Where's the numbers here? He has 11 home runs and 181 at-bats. I feel like that's crazy, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. For... Like, well, what's a good home run percentage? Uh, oh, I don't know. Home run percentages. Okay, I was going to say like per 10 at-bats or per whatever amount of at-bats. I wonder what that would be. Would I be mean, good. Maybe a listener can answer that for us. But um, it was just I, that changed the entire momentum. And I know we're going to talk about how bad the offense was, all that type of stuff, be negative with that stuff. You got to tip your cap to the bullpen. I mean, the bullpen gives can I you. Give so- can I give someone their flowers? Who? Give someone your flowers.
1: Jimmy Garcia. That's all I was about to say. June, eight innings pitched, 216 ERA. Very small sample size, but okay. July, three innings, no hits given up. Really? He might be, he might be fucking back, man. Huh. The, the elite reliever that we had in Jimmy last year maybe starting to turn the corner on
0: his season. I was going to talk about that, obviously, as well. He looked awesome in that ninth inning. Just I, unhittable, I tweeted. Yep, The Toronto Blue Jays bullpen today. Chris Bassett gives up three runs in four innings. The Toronto Blue Jays give six straight zeros right after that to win the game. They don't win that game if this bullpen's not where it's at. Trevor Richards, 1.2 innings. ERA down to 3.02. He's going to be below three at some point. Tim Mays is insane, Avery. He's good. Tim a one inning, two two strikeouts. ERA is at 1.17, this guy. 1.17. Eric Swanson, what, what more can we say about that guy as well? Another zero. Garcia, zero. Romano, zero. And this and the bullpen got four, five, six, seven strikeouts and in four innings out of the bullpen. I'll take that nope. 10 times out of 10. They did not do that. What do you mean? Right amount of strikeouts, wrong amount of innings. Six innings. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Seven strikeouts, six innings. But um, yeah, it's just, it just this bullpen. There's I mean, not they, much to they say. Gave up two hits in those in those. Exactly, innings. exactly. That's great. So
1: we have to talk about how um, how extras went as well. Kirk, I thought made so the first at bat, roll over to second infield's playing kind of even with the bags and he goes to his left. Uh, was that Zach short playing second base today? I believe yes. so. And yeah. then gets Kirk out at third. And I thought for sure, there was no way in hell the blue Jays were going to score a run
0: after that, but found a way Nathan Lucas legacy at bat. I worst. couldn't believe that. And that was one of those swings where it was like, he had no idea where he was because his eyes weren't on the ball. Yeah. It just was like a dog shit swing. That and just the went worst out. camera angle of all time. And I didn't
1: I don't listen to it with sound, just had no idea if it was down or not. I was like, is that a is it a fair ball? I can't even see it. And thank God they scored Dalton Varsho. Perfect person to have on base. Thank God it was He's him. the fastest motherfucker I've ever seen. He just looks like a
0: lineman just running to attack someone.
1: Yeah. So Nathan Lucas. Jano saved the season today. Nathan Lucas. Um miracles. That was a
0: miracle at bat. This this is what I'm saying. Okay, this is where I'm at with this. I don't know what we're doing there. It's before the all star break. Why not pinch run a pitcher like at second? You do, but I'm not I, I don't Wilder, trying to be, fu- right? I'm trying to be funny. Obviously, like a, a certain time I'm trying to be funny with this. Anyone is better base runner than Alejandro Kirk. Anyone, bro. Yep. Like, I don't know what that. He's the slow and. He's the slowest human being ever. That's not even me being mean. It's like, why is Alejandro Kirk running? You have Yusei Kikuchi on the bench, which would have fucking ruled, by the way, it's him scoring a game-winning run. All these guys that are way quicker, and if you think – if there's a faster guy on the base pass there, maybe they get to third, Avery. Yep. Maybe. Like, well, I think if it's anyone else running, the play doesn't
1: go to third base. That's just knowing your runner and being being smart.
0: Yeah, I guess. Okay, that makes more sense. But, yeah, it's just – I don't understand that logic there. I know you got Brandon Belt on the bench. She's slow as shit too, but (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it it was dumb. And Kirk running there was very stupid. I know you could justify whatever. If Nathan Lucas doesn't have that legacy single, or I guess it was a double, down the line to score Varsho from first, we have a whole new tone here. The season's over. That's where we're at with this. Yep. 100%. Thank God. And, and Jordan Romano today was, he, the slider, slider the, yeah. sli- the slider haters are just the dumbest human beings ever <laughs> on the planet. He, he shoved today. He is unhittable. And and he faced the top part of the line. He's not facing bums. Like he faced Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson. And I, Zach Short as well, obviously, I mean, that's not a, a really good hitter, but um he faced the top half of the order which is a tough task to, to go through especially with how good riley green is he's he's awesome riley green's awesome torkelson's good as well so jordan romano i mean the guy's an all-star for a reason congratulations by, to him for that obviously as well being named to the all-star game obviously very deserving as although people on twitter will make you think he's not i don't know what it, those people are fucking idiots but he in the league and saves um and just an awesome way to go into the all-star break. The vibes couldn't be more up, Avery. They couldn't. Five, five and one in the last week. And oh, by the oh. way, the Rays might be just the worst team. They suck. They're just getting worked right now. And if Vladdy wins the home run derby, I might say the B word. Sorry oh, stop me. it. We'll see how they go- do against the Diamondbacks. You know they're getting the big dogs there. The Diamondbacks have kind of sucked lately, too, to be honest with you. Got swept by the Mets. Um, um, this- how standing out for Loris, you think? Oh, for sure. I, I, I'd be fine with them doing that as well. I mean, he was here for a pretty fucking long time. When this team was cat shit. Too. Yeah, terrible. Like those t- oh I, my god, those really bad lineups. I'd, I'd probably give him a standing oh. I would I'd oh be- for sure. I think he deserves it. Not when he hits a home run, obviously, but when he does come back, he definitely deserves it. Um yeah, yeah for sure. I but I, I, another thing that from the weekend I want to talk about, I've infiltrated Yankees Twitter. <laughs> um, I've just been tapping into the spaces and just grinding Yankees Twitter. I you can see the clip on my Twitter. It's pretty fucking funny. Just they think that I'm with them. I know Ryan Garcia doesn't, but the other people do. Like the Valerie lady that I was talking to oh, today he, was like, "He
1: knows you're fucking trolling them." Yeah, yeah,
0: he knows I'm a troll. Yeah, <laughs> he DM'd me about it. Um, he was just like, "You're fucking hilarious, bro." But it's Yankees Twitter's the best. They are collapsing at a rate that I have never seen before. Their lineup is terrible. They blew another lead today, lost a series to the Cubs. Jamison Ty on the man with the highest qualified ERA in baseball is for a starting pitcher. Goes seven scoreless, one hit against them. Uh, They're just collapsing at a rate I've never seen before, and it just makes it so much better, Avery, that going into the All-Star break, we have a week or five days to look at the standings and be like, we're a a game ahead of the Yankees now. Yep, It's such all-time, it's such a great look. But I will say this, though. I want to tank for that third wild card. I want to tank for that third wild card so goddamn bad. I do not want to have to go through uh I do not want to have to go through the Orioles and Rays back to back. Okay. That's where I'm at with that. That would that's my personal hell. Um, but yeah, great weekend, Avery. Besides, obviously, we of course went to the only game that was catastrophic. Nightmare fuel, I want to die, but sacrifice we're willing to make for the greater good of this team. Maybe uh Cincinnati when we go there. If we do go there, it'll be a little change, a little bit of a change of pace. Maybe they sweep, but that team's also a wagon, so I'm not sure. But uh we'll see. Great weekend at the end at the end of the day. All right. how would you rank the first half of the season? I know we're gonna do a, a a season show on Thursday or whatever. Um, but how would you rank this, Dave? How would you rank this season? Right
1: like so a a B, a B. Because it's fine. You look at the record and it's fine.
0: I'd probably say a B minus based off the fact that they're underperforming. They're not even anywhere near their ceiling and they're this good. They're 50 and 41. Like that's a great record, right? Like
1: if you played half decent against individual opponents, this is a whole different story as well as to where they are in the standings. For sure. It's one of those. So maybe I'll be fine with a B minus. It's not the best, but, fucking but see
0: now they're kind of giving themselves a little bit of wiggle room because if they go on that evident run that they always go on august september this record could be insane because you got to think like last year they were 46 and 43 i want to say at this point or a little bit like 47 and 43 or something it was something like that i saw um this is like this is the the best record they've had at this point since 2016 was that true since 2016 or
1: Better than twenty sixteen because Mike Wilner tweeted it and he and it fucked just, up and it was just wrong. yeah, yeah, it
0: was just completely wrong. I'm just using a Wilner stat hopefully it's not coming back to bite me in the ass. but uh yeah, no, it's um it's a great point to, it's a great problem to ha- it, the, the it's a great problem to have when the most quote unquote stacked part of your team is the part that's sucking and the part that you were worried about is the part that's carrying your team like once stuff starts evening out and the offense starts figuring it out, this is going to be a problem of a baseball team. Yep. And they're not even anywhere near where they should be. And they're 50 and 41. Imagine if they were playing consistent, half decent to really good baseball, like other teams were, they would just be the most fuck team ever. Yep. I mean, a lot of guys are underperforming obviously and all that type of stuff, but yeah, it's just, uh, it, 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 this is a good point to be at in the year. I'm, I'm happy. They're at least nine games. Well, 510 would have been awesome. 51 and 60 or Fifty one and forty, I want to say. What I'm not good, whatever. Fuck math. But yeah, this is this is not a bad problem to have. It's not a bad problem to have at all. Um so let's go to Do you have any listener questions?
1: Yeah. Got a bunch. Okay, um, so, I want to know what our attendance record so far this year is.
0: I've been to so many games. I honestly couldn't tell you. I know it's way above 500. We've I feel seen like seen some humiliating losses, though. The only humiliating losses, though, that I have seen in person, like I went to that, I went to every game in that Brave series and they swept the Braves. Yeah. Besides the Friday, I went Saturday, Sunday, and they swept. Um, Yankees. We saw. Well, the Yankees ones the only one losses that I specifically remember because I know when we went to the the Rays series, the Kikuchi one, I went to two games and they won that series two one. So I. I think my record's pretty good. We went to the Giants game. They won that game as well. We went to uh, I went to two White Sox games um,
1: or no, we went to a Brewers game. They won. I went to a White Sox game. They won. I think we're pretty. Good. I think our
0: records like pro- we're probably like a 666 or 700 winning percentage here, man. Yeah,
1: But we're one and two in America. One yep. and two while we're in America. So
0: yeah, we-, we might have mushed the American aspect of the team. Um, <laughs> maybe we can't go back. I know that's what all of our Twitter mentions and DMs say. So uh, we'll see that. But yeah, I I would say it's above 500 for me, especially I'm probably way above 500. I went to that Astro series too when they won two out of three. I went to two games there or one. So yeah, I'm buzzing. I'm not a mush. I promise that. Maybe in America, I am not here. Uh, If the MLB were to expand
1: to 32 teams, so two more, what cities would you want to see get teams?
0: Montreal. I'd love to see a Montreal team. Vancouver deserves one. Vancouver is an awesome place. Uh I'd probably say Montreal and Nashville. Nashville, it seems like. Oh my god, Nashville would fucking rule. Imagine Nashville like, and
1: I guess Vegas as well. But that is happening.
0: So. That's yeah, that's already happening. So,
1: um, probably shouldn't even say that. With how bad our hitting is, should we actually trade for Teo? <laughs>
0: That would be, again, The we say this a lot, the most Toronto Blue Jays thing ever, like a Ross Atkins fleecing. I don't think it would obviously take that much to get Teo back because he's on a one-year deal, right? And he's a free agent after this year. I just don't... (laughs) At least you won't have to rely on him playing defense. Yeah.
1: I mean, no, yeah, I wouldn't trade for him. Um, What's the worst fan interaction since we started the podcast? Or best?
0: Uh, I would probably say the best one is when I'd probably I'll give a shout out to that guy at the full uniform game that just walked up to us, handed us a beer, and left, didn't say any words. (laughs) That's probably the best one that we've had with a fan. Um yeah, the guy literally just walked up, handed us a beer, and we're like, What where did this come from? Yeah. And then he just didn't want any praise, nothing. And then he came back up obviously after because Avery tweeted, like, come back up here. (laughs) Um, that'd probably be the best one. Um I would probably say the worst one is when people call me a TikToker. I fucking hate that. You do hate that. That's like my biggest pet peeve is when it's like, "John, oh, he's a TikToker." No, motherfucker, I'm not a TikToker. That's and
1: that's why you'll see sometimes when Johnny and I are together, I have no idea if people know who I am because if they just like only follow TikTok, they just know Johnny.
0: Yeah. No, but you get recognized from TikTok too from the clips we used to post and stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes, but so.
1: It's always funny. I don't think we've yeah. had really any bad ones.
0: No, I haven't had anything bad, no. Just some people obviously uh, overdo their stay when they come say hi to us. Yeah. You know? But other than that, no, it's not bad, no, for sure.
1: Um, Zach wants to be explained what war means, um, which is wins above replacement. I, I
0: obviously know what that means. So, yeah, if you, so if you want to explain that.
1: <laughs> it basically takes a bunch of stats into account that tells you how many wins a player is worth like adding to their team. So every game based on how you do, you can accumulate like positive or negative wins above replacement. And some players like over a season, you can tell how many, by how much wins above replacement you've had, what type of play you are, how you kind of grayed out? It's like one or two wins above replacement. You're an average MLB -er, um, or you could be replaced whatever. You're close to that. If you get up to, What six seven or eight wins your all star level and like MVP candidate higher than that? So it's basically just taking stats into account, um, to show how valuable players are.
0: Only stats I care about average home runs, home runs, RBIs. Yeah, I don't know ball though, according to uh the Twitter GM, but whatever. Um, and then he wants to know what Sierra is as
1: well. And yeah, that's that's one that just, I'll never get that one, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you'll never need to know that one. That's a hard one to know. It's it's I don't really know how how it's calculated and stuff like that. Um, but it's the things, it's like FIP. They try and take away. Um,
0: External factors?
1: Pitchers can't control. So yeah. It like, doesn't really matter. And they, I'm just reading this off, and it'll be uh sierra skill interactive era because there's balls and plays and adjusts for the type of ball in play so i don't even know what the fuck that means but it's a pretty decent predictive stat looking in the offseason um what else do we go here what jays player do you think would be the best at golf it's just
0: whitmer it's Whit and it's not even close um whitmerfield i we tweeted that video and I, we talked all this with Swanson. we saw him on the field his He just has the most, like, I'm an athlete golf swing I've ever seen where it's just, it's a nice golf swing, but he just doesn't look like he ever fucks up on the golf course. No. It's it's breathtaking that this guy just has it all. It pisses me off, to be honest with you. Drives a Tesla. uh Good at golf. Good at baseball. Seems like a good guy, too. It seems like a great guy. It's sickening that this guy has everything going for him. It's right. sickening. It makes me sick. This one's pretty good. I like it.
1: Three pitchers you think you could get a hit off in Major League Baseball? Adam Simber. See, I was thinking that too. Like he just gives one of the slow ones and you're ready for it.
0: Yeah. Adam Simber. That might be it. Rich Hill, maybe. Yeah. You would be able to get, like, I wouldn't get a hit off anyway. Adam Simber, Rich Hill. Clayton Kershaw. No,
1: I don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't know who would be the third if guy. If you could get a hit off Rich Hill, you might be able to get a hit off Ryu
0: as well. Okay, maybe Ryu. Yeah, I'd probably say Ryu. Were you a better... Adam Simbers? is 100%. I can get a hit off Adam Simber. That's, that's, not a, that's just not even up for debate. I can get a hit off Adam Simber. It's Ryu and Rich Hill with their arsenal that would really fuck me, that I don't know if I could.
1: Were you a better hitter against lefties?
0: I don't remember. I was pretty shit against all. I went on that run that I tweeted about uh, 2017. I went three for 31 with 16 strikeouts and 31 at-bats. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know how that's fucking possible. Uh, well, yeah, I really you, don't. Yeah, you do. Like, that's, like, just unserious at-bats. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what, I mean, Varsho's one for his last 21, so it could be worse, right? But And that one has to be that
1: bun hitting extras against the White Sox, too, right? Yes yeah fucking right all right that's all we got
0: yeah um <laughs> all-star break man enjoy some time off yeah it's it's gonna be weird the lie like my body's used to the live streams used to the getting the people going so i'll announce it fuck it big announcement for gate 14 this thursday's podcast will be featured with a very special guest the hound on the mound chris bassett We'll be making an appearance. We're interviewing him tomorrow. I have to text Avery with time tomorrow. I believe I said six o'clock to Bassett. Um, big interview tomorrow for the brand, man. That was the that was the uh text message thread where I was asleep at 9 30, where Avery was like, Johnny's asleep at the wheel. And like really big gate 14 news here. Yes. Chris Bassett DM'd us and said, It's time. So couldn't come at a better time. All-star break. Uh I really want to mention to him tomorrow after we interview him. Can we get you on here for on the stream for Vladdy's home run derby? That would fucking rule. But I'm not gonna get greedy. He's got a he's got a newborn man. Yeah, exactly. So I'm excited for it. Uh it's gonna be awesome. This has been very long overdue. He's been following us for a decent amount of time now, over a month now, a month and a bit. Um, I've texted Jano about it. I've texted Swanny about it, and they said you're gonna fucking love this guy. We need so, to get
1: some. We need to get some dirt from those guys. That's what you need to be doing.
0: Okay. I don't know if Janno and him are really that close, because usually Kirk's his catcher. But yeah. um, I could definitely see if I can get some stuff there. I, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit up Swanny and uh, Jano for it. But I don't want to hit them up now, because they're traveling. Maybe tomorrow I'll hit them up. But yeah, yeah, this is massive for the brand. Another massive thing: the Corona Root, the Corona Rooftop Collection shirts. We hinted at it. We took pictures of it. We showed you all it. Um. Hopefully, it drops this week. Uh, We'll talk to JR. Hopefully, we're aiming for Friday, I think. So, stay tuned for that. I know you guys are pumped for it. I've had tons and tons of people respond to that and say how fire it is and they need it. I think it's an awesome shirt. It looks sick. Uh, And uh, it should be be a good one. I'm excited. This should be a good week. Everyone relax. I couldn't give a fuck less about the All-Star break. I couldn't care about watching the All-Star game. Unserious. They don't give a shit. I don't give a shit recipe for disaster so uh stay tuned for chris bassett thursday um maybe we'll do like a little bit of a season preview type of thing or like just season recap like rank the offense all that type of stuff give grades to people and stuff like that and then we'll do the chris bassett interview but let's have a week man i mean enjoy your week everyone there's literally no sports on this week which sucks it this is like very this is like the worst dog day days of summer this sucks so Go to the go to Toronto Island. Take the tiki taxi. Go out for drinks with your friends because you know there's not a Jays game you have to sweat and worry about. Have a great week, everyone. Avery, any words? And when's the when the when do you think the vlog vlog for next week? Then? Oh yeah, if I have time tomorrow, I might just be able to do it. But yeah, let's go
1: for Tuesday. It'll be out.
0: Okay, Tuesday vlog.
1: Wow, that's really good
0: turnaround time. Holy fuck!
1: Uh, I could do it tonight if I wasn't sleeping. It probably would have been done already.
0: Yeah that's the every difference there's all right yeah tuesday vlog drop so chris bassett interview will be getting done monday dropping thursday vlog tuesday and then we're right back into the thick of it jock night friday uh you love to see it i forgot about that yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right love you guys gate 14 forever thank you for the support man keep running up the numbers uh and uh let's have ourselves a week